WHHHFM. Speedway W286CM. Available on HD. Go drop this. It's the moment y'all been waiting for. Broadcasting from the Isaacs and Isaacs. We win.com. Injury Lawyer Studio. It's the show where Indy comes to top. Open lines with Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. One, two, two, three, three. Hold up. Good morning to you, Indianapolis. It is 8 o'clock on Sunday, the day before Dr. Martin Luther King Day on January 15, 2023. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. Happy to be with you. Coming to you live on Hot 100.9 and 106.7 WTLC. On the show this morning, we'll be talking about Fathers and Family Center. We hear a lot about all of the uh, fantastic organizations that are helping women and children, but... Did you know for 30 years, the organization Fathers and Family Centers has been literally doing what the title says, helping fathers and families, doing everything from helping them find work, but also helping them in situations when the odds are against the father to still help to make sure that they can be in uh, their child's life. There's so many different things that happen and uh, there are a lot, of, a lot of fathers who want to be with their kids and just need some help, whether it be finding a job or help getting through some court situations. And Fathers and Family Center is celebrating 30 years of doing that. And while it is a celebration of their hard work, they're extending their hand for more fathers, for more men to come their way to receive their services. On the show this morning, CEO Larry Smith will be joining us as well as Corey Parkman, who is the director of Partnerships and the Fatherhood Program, they want you to sign up. They want you to send some guys their way who are in need, who need some assistance, because they are standing by to help while they celebrate three decades of serving the community. Also, coming up here at 8.30, we'll talk with Christian Strickland from the Madam Walker Legacy Center and Theater as they get ready to commemorate Dr. King Day tomorrow. They've got a great event. We'll give you the details on that and a number of things that you can do uh, to celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King uh, as his birthday is here. And of course, we celebrate on the Monday. So much coming up on the show this morning. We'll also have some uh, new details about um, body camera video that has just been released uh, surrounding the death of uh, Herman Woodfield III. Uh, he was the man who was killed in IMPD custody. It has been ruled a homicide by the coroner's office. Uh, that happened back in April of 2022. And now just last night, his family has released um, 22 minutes worth of body camera footage after IMPD released some body camera footage earlier this year, some edited uh, but not in its entirety. And now 22 minutes has now been released by his family. I'll bring you up to speed on that uh, a little bit later in the show. But we start this morning with Fathers and Family Center. As I said, it has been 30 years um, of service, and they are celebrating this year. But this isn't just a, a celebration. It's a call to action to send more guys their way. If you've never heard of Fathers and Family Center or if you know somebody who could use uh, their services, this is the show for you. Uh, I want to introduce you to the CEO of the, of the organization, Larry Smith, as well as Corey Parkman, who is the Director of Partnerships for the Fatherhood Program. Gentlemen, they are on our live line this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Cameron. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. This is Larry. 
Thank you so much. Corey, how are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Glad to have you. Thank you guys for what you do. 30 years uh, of serving uh, the community. Uh, no sign of, of uh, slowing down, it sounds like. Uh, Larry, for people who don't know what Fathers and Family Center is and what you do, what you've been doing, tell us. Absolutely. Uh, Fathers and Families Center was founded in 1993 as the Fatherhood Resource Program at then Wishard Hospital uh, by a woman named Sarah Meadows, who at the time was the director of social work for Wishard. Uh, shortly thereafter, she hired uh, a doctoral student named Wallace McLaughlin about a month before he became Dr. Wallace McLaughlin, and uh, ultimately uh, he became the first president uh, and, uh, and CEO, and I uh, was honored and humbled to succeed him uh, just this past August, August 1st. And so over the course of 30 years, we have served approximately 21,000 men uh, in our uh, programs. Um, that includes a lot of uh, returning citizens, uh, men who, who are formerly incarcerated, uh, a lot of men who have not earned a high school diploma, so we do high school equivalency. Uh, we help them get caught up on child support. We help them expunge uh, records. Uh, Corey is responsible for uh, our fatherhood program, wherein we teach them job skills and, and personal skills, although I would argue that the most important thing that we do uh, is to help restore and repair relationships between fathers and their children, and then fathers and their children's mothers, even if they're no longer romantically involved. Uh, Corey, tell us some more uh, about that, because that is always a difficult, I think, in society, we automatically assume that when there's, well, I'm, I wouldn't even say we assume, we, we know in the court system, it's usually geared toward the mother having custody of children and fathers, um, even the ones who want to be uh, in their child's life and have some part of custody, they often um, are facing an uphill battle, and you guys help with that. Yes, we do. Um, the main thing, you know, in, in the macro, you know, we have guys with jobs, uh, certifications, uh, and kind of get them getting started. But in the, in, in, in the micro, um, it's, it's guys get together in the classroom, and, and we teach them different skills. And, and the cool part about when we teach those skills are, you know, these men have been through a lot, uh, whether it's from their own or just by society themselves. But for them to be, able to be in a room with other guys who are going through the same thing they're going through, it's, it's a great discussion, great conversation. And we do this for three weeks. And I think that's where the main thing about our, our classes are. We're building our guys' confidence up because their confidence has been taken away for whatever reason. But, you know, you're in a room full of guys. So you have guys that have been holding on things for 20, 30 years, are crying in class, and keeping things out of their system. And they're vulnerable in the classroom because they're around other men who are going through the same thing they're going through. So once we break those walls down, then we have a real conversation on how to fix what's been wrong or how to move forward with your, with your kid and your family and their lives. What are some of the things that you guys uh, do in those situations? I know you help get get uh, guys jobs, but it, it's more than that. Yes, it's a lot more than that. Uh, one of the first things we do is we make sure that when we do find a job from the go-to, that a job is it's not just a job, it's a career. A career. We want our guys on a career path. I mean, I think it's not enough just to have a job. It's just put them on a path to career. So who we partner with are people that can put them in positions, uh, in leadership positions, or just where they can have growth. And we don't want to have a dead-end job. So we place them somewhere. We're making sure we place them uh, in a place where they can grow and have a career. And, and also, before they get to that point, we kind of give them the speed on what do's and don'ts at, at a workplace, uh, how to you know maintain themselves, how to conflict resolution, all those things we prepare them for once we do put them in that job or that, that uh, career. Tell me some about, uh, first, how, how folks can get involved. If, if, if somebody's listening right now, speak to some situations that – 
you have been able to help and like, hey, if this is you, give us a call. Yeah, and so a lot of our uh, men come to us by referral uh, from other men who have been in uh, the program. Uh, so a lot of uh, friends and family members who are struggling, maybe it is with uh, addiction that has caused them to lose their job. Uh, maybe it's uh, that they're going through a divorce. We do want to emphasize um, that this is not only uh, for low-income men or, or uh, men of color. It's for all men, no matter what your circumstance is. Uh, we will try to help you. And so it's, it's a holistic uh, approach. Uh, we try to deal with the person, the parent, the partner, the provider, the four Ps, the person, the parent, the partner, the provider. So each of us uh, has uh, different needs or areas that we need to address. And so if it's mental uh, health, for example, we have partnerships with Eskenazi, uh, with Raphael Health Systems, with uh, uh, Shalom as well. And so we try to address the whole person. Uh, at um, in, in that process as your, um, I guess, how, how does that begin? If somebody calls you up today, how, how does the process start? Well, well so first the first thing that they, they uh, should do is, I'm sorry, no, 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 Corey, go ahead. Corey's in charge of it, so you go ahead. <laughs> no worries. But first, you know, we, we, we begin an orientation, orientation, and that's where we kind of give them the, uh, the lay of the land of the program. Uh, and let them know what to expect and what's going on. And then uh, once they uh, go through orientation and we kind of set the expectations and, and, and set a goal for them, we get an individual service plan. So what we do is we get the information and we write down what their goals are and what they want to get out of this program, what their future is going to look like. So after orientation, you know, they, uh, they go into our, our, our three-week class. Uh, it's from 9 to 3. Uh, we have different uh, speakers to come in and speak, but we talk about a, a number of things. But once you kind of get in our program, we kind of track you from there to figure out, make sure you're on the right track, make sure we're reaching the goals you reach at the end. Because it's all about them at the end of the day and making sure they reach their goals. So we want to make sure when they're at three weeks, we're coaching them, we're pushing them to reach their goal to get, whether it's a CDL license, whether it's to be at IT, whether it's to be in coding, things like that. So once you're in our program, we track you. And it doesn't stop. That's for the rest of your life. Uh, if you happen to lose your job or have fallen hard times, you graduated three years ago, you can come back and we'll give you that same kind of help. So no matter what, it's a, it's a lifetime commitment from us uh, once they're in our program. And how long is the program? The program is three weeks. Three weeks, okay. Yes. Um, so let me ask, let's say you've there's a, a guy out there right now who uh, maybe already has a job, has a good career, but is having some issues, uh, child custody issues. He, he and mom or girlfriend, wife, whatever, are going to split, and he's having some issues uh, that'll that could keep him from being in the children's life. Can he still come to you guys for help? Absolutely, of course. We, we accept everyone that needs that any assistance. They come to our class, and like I said, once they're part of our class, then we begin to peel apart what they need, what their needs are. Like Larry spoke about. So if he's having issues, we've had partnership with the Christian Legal Services, uh, different ones across the city and the state. They can come in and consult them, help them out with those problems. So it's kind of our partnership. So once you're involved with us and you come to our courses, we give you those resources you need to kind of get you where you need to go. We're on the air this morning with Fathers and Family Center as they celebrate three decades. That's 30 years of serving uh, men and families here in central Indiana. Uh, if you've got questions and you want to um, refer somebody or, or you are somebody who could use some of these services or a little direction, uh, you can call us right now, 317-239-1009, 317-239-1009. Uh, in your 30 years, uh, gentlemen, how many uh, men do you think you have helped? Yeah, it's approximately 21,000. Uh, 
pre-pandemic, we were serving maybe uh, 800 or so, 750 to 800 per year. Uh, after the pandemic, our numbers uh, decreased a little bit. However, uh, so Corey and I came in about the same time. He joined in, in April of last year. I joined in, in August of last year. And uh, through his uh, his leadership and hard work with his team, uh, our numbers are back up. And probably uh, this year, I'm going to go ahead and, and guess uh, and claim that we're going to exceed our pre-pandemic uh, numbers. That's because Corey and his team have been very hard at work recruiting Wherever uh, men are who we might fi- who might need help, we will find them. Barbershops, uh, we'll go to you know the mall. We work very closely with what I refer to as the criminal legal system, uh, but all kinds of, of referrals. So yeah, we we should exceed uh, 800, 900 this year. And why do you refer to it as the criminal legal system? Because it's not a justice system. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I know that, that technically it's the criminal justice system, but it's not just. Uh, and, you know, that's a whole other uh, area that we could, we could talk about. Uh, but at the end of the day, we, I, I, I strongly support our prosecutor, Ryan Mears. I think that he is uh, doing his best to ensure that our system here in, in uh, Marion County is, is a bit more, more just. But as, as a rule, we know uh, throughout all the empirical evidence that uh, it's not just for men of color and for men who are low income. You've got everything. I'm looking at the website, and you, you've got classes on fatherhood, parenting, healthy relationships, healthcare enrollment, legal issues, financial management, health and wellness, job readiness and employability, child support, education, and career exploration. Uh, you've got some phone calls that are coming. I'm going to go to the phones here, here in just a second. 317-239-96. Nope. 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. I keep forgetting. My brain forgets or my tongue forgets. There's a new phone number here. 317-239-1009. It's also on a paper right in front of me. Don't know why I did that. Uh, 317-239-1009. Guys, as, as, the, as we get ready to go to the phones, does this, how much does this cost a, a person who is looking for, these, for this help? It's free 99. <laughs> of course, I knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's free. It actually, we give the guys stipends when they do come in. So, you know, in those three weeks, they can get up to $300 for coming to the courses. So it's, it's free for them, and we also give assistance with uh, gas cards, uh, uh, bus passes. So we've got next. we're going to do all we can to make sure they succeed. So, once again, we'll, we'll, we'll give them $300 stipends when they come in the door, and also we'll help them out with gas cards and, and bus passes when they come. So we're going to make sure that we get you there. All right, let me go to the phones. you got some folks who have some Questions or have something to say, so call her online too. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. You're live on the air. Who's this? Um, uh, my name. I rather not say my name. Go I got a quick it. question. Go, go ahead. Um, so I've, I've been listening to y'all the whole time of what y'all was saying, and um, y'all mentioned earlier, like, okay, a young man, he might have a nice job like me, a decent career and everything, but. He's struggling in other areas, maybe say drugs and alcohol. Is there anything that y'all could do in that aspect to like lead him somewhere where he might be able to get some help or something like that? Yeah, go ahead, Corey. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Thank you for that question because I think a lot of people are going through that. So definitely, once you're in our program, uh, we get partnerships to refer you to different sources. And what we do is we call a warm handoff. So we don't just tell you to go down there. We help you get to that location, and we call them first, let them know you're on your way. 
uh, and then we kind of uh, send you down there. But it's, it's not a just push you out the door and go. We're going to help you get that, that help you need, no matter what it is. Uh, if it's mental health, alcohol health, and we have some great partnerships we've developed over the years that can get you that help. So like I said, once you come through our doors, you're ours. And we're going to take care of it. We're going to make sure we get you where you need to go. And like I said, we're going to give a warm handout. We're not just going to send you out the door and say, go, figure it out. We're going to help you get down there and talk to the people you talk to and let them know what your needs are and get you on the road to success. Okay, definitely. I appreciate that. I definitely will be hollering at y'all later. How, can you guys give him give him a phone number or something before he goes? Please. Yep. One second, though. Let me get ready to get you yeah. a pen. Get you a pen. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Everybody got pens? Everybody out there I'm listening ready. got pens? We ready? Yep. All right. Go ahead. go ahead with that phone number. 317-921-5935. 317-921-5935. You can also contact us um, or, or at least look up our information uh, via the web, www.fathersandfamiliescenter.org, www.fathersandfamiliescenter.org. Spell out the word and, don't use the symbol, spell out the word. Also, uh, Facebook uh, and LinkedIn are other ways that you can contact contact us. And I want to also highlight one thing that Corey said earlier. It is a judgment-free zone. We cannot emphasize that enough. It is a safe space. It is a judgment-free zone. Uh, and as Corey said, uh, you know, you see these big, tough, brothers you know i grew up on the east side i grew up at 34th at emerson right so uh brothers like that who uh, come in hard and all that they break down um tear up they share so I, I can't emphasize enough we are not there to judge you to make fun of you to tell you how bad you are we are there to help build you up you said that was fathers and, and family yep fathers and families center.org or you can stop on, come on by. We had 2835 North Illinois. Uh, you can just come exactly. by, and Mr. Rondo will greet you at the front door and, and, and kind of get you started. So we're at 2835 North Illinois. Uh, can I come today? Are y'all open on Sunday? Monday through Friday uh, from Monday 9 a.m. to uh, whenever we get done. And are you open tomorrow because it's Dr. King Day? No, we're not open tomorrow. Okay, we're gonna, Tuesday. We're going to celebrate Dr. King. Tuesday. Yes, definitely. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and get off here, but I appreciate that information very much. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much for listening Thanks, and calling. Brother. Appreciate you. Fellas, I had a, I just had a feeling. I was as we were listening. I'm like, I bet there's somebody out there who may have a good job. You know, everything could be going right at work, but there are right. other things that happen outside of work. You could be, you know, the man in the office, but, you know, the other challenges and parts of life can hit you quickly the second you walk out the door. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Can't emphasize that enough. And here, here's the thing. You know, we as men and as African-American men in particular, we think that we have to always have this hard face on tough. Nothing bothers us. And I cannot emphasize enough that that is literally killing us. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally killing us, not only emotionally and mentally, but physically as well. Think about high blood pressure, uh, for for example. That If there's a disease that is caused by what goes on in your environment and your uh, lack of an ability to cope with it. It's, it's, it's high blood pressure. So yeah, we, we are, we are there so we can all be men together, be vulnerable and help each other through these challenges. All right. You got some more phone calls at two, three, nine, one, zero, zero, nine. Let's go to line number one. Good morning. Who's this? Hi Cameron. You know, I know uh, Sarah Murphy. She was in the uh, founding stages of families and fathers. I'd done a job for her a while back. Right. And I told her I was an activist here in the, in the city, and she told me that when she was down there, she had to resign 
after she found out what they were trying to plan for that thing and planning for vulnerable black men who came to them to uh, categorize them and diagnose them and uh, basically sell dope. Well, what's that got to do with the two gentlemen who are doing the work right now? They're doing the same thing. And when you look, you say they got 30 years, right, Cameron? Now, as an investigative reporter, all you have to do is look at their track record and see what happens to the men that come down there to get help they're turned to the out to the wolves to be uh, put on make a All diagnosis. Right, Larry, I don't. I don't no, actually. No, it's true. Yeah, but I, true. I'm going to be honest with you. I it's don't true. care. You need to examine them. <laughs> well, that's what the problem is. Well, they're doing nothing but selling dope. That's well, what they're doing. I don't really care what doing. you have to say on All this one right now. When you doing. when we bring you on to talk about mayor, since you say you're running for yeah. mayor, I guess we can and have I'll, this conversation. But right now, I, that's all I care to hear, uh, because well, I got people who are trying to call in. Uh, who actually needs some help and wants some help. And uh, well, I don't... Real, and real I, don't quick, I, I, I would encourage the brother to come down and talk to us. You, you'll see, we have an open-door policy. And I'd rather come down and talk to us. I mean, we can disperse any kind of stereotypes or any kind of misconceptions because I think that's, you know, one of the biggest things about our community. we got to make sure we communicate. So some way, some way, this guy got, you know, miscommunication. So come down and talk to us and kind of see our program and, and observe these brothers while you're down there. And, and I guarantee whatever you heard or what you think you heard, you won't see that. So I, I, I encourage this brother to come down and come visit us. Uh, and you can see, like, in fact, what we do down there and not what, you know, what stereotypes of you might have heard. Yeah, well, that's that's uh, uh, Larry Vaughn, who is allegedly running for mayor. So you'll uh, we'll be hearing more uh, about that later. Uh, however, I didn't feel like wasting good time because there are literally the phones keep ringing with folks who are trying to get in. <laughs> Uh, who actually need help, and Larry will call in. I could do a segment about Girl Scout cookies, and he would find an issue with it. So, therefore, I didn't feel like wasting time. Caller on line number two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, good morning. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Um, I'd rather not say my name. That's fine. What's on your mind? But I have a question. Um, what What do you guys do for, like, fathers who have decent jobs, you know, try to make ends meet or whatever, but they're having trouble finding a place to stay. Like, I'm not I'm not from here. I've been here a couple of years, and it's been kind of hard. They're always running credit, and, and what do you guys can do? Mm, that's good. Help, help yeah, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, great question. So, yeah, once again, that's where it's important that we have partnerships. Uh, we're really good at what we do at Sparkle for Dad, but we like to, you know, find good partners that are good at what they do. So we have partnerships with INHP and other areas uh, around the city that help men get housing. So once again, once you come into our, our program, we can definitely help you with that. Uh, with, even if it's uh, rental assistance, uh, finding a place to stay, uh, temporary or permanently. So that's one thing about us. You know, we want to make sure we partner with people who are credible and also are good at what they do. So the people we partner with are good at finding men housing. So if you come on in, uh, we'll definitely uh, help you out if you come by, by our center. Okay, I have one more question. And what if I work during the hours of the classes? Good question. And can't make the classes. Do you have anything, you know, um, in the evening to try to attend classes? Or, then great, great question. So right now, as now we don't. But we're, right now, we're putting together our online curriculum. So look on our website in the very future. Uh, we'll have some online classes where you can take the classes online at self-paced and and be a part of our program. So uh, here in the new future, in a couple of weeks, couple of months, we'll have it up on our website. So keep on looking out, and you can you can take our class online. Uh, Okay, hey, but you, uh, hey, and uh, but before you go, even, don't let that don't let that stop you from making a connection with these guys right now. Even if you got a work schedule that doesn't work right now, 
still reach out, go to the office or call so they can at least know that, that you're looking for them, okay? Right. I, I, you, you guys will be hearing from me. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. All right. 317-239-1009. 317-239-1009. A couple more calls coming in from folks who have questions. We're on the air this morning with Fathers and Family Center. They are celebrating 30 years of serving the community, helping fathers get jobs, uh, launch careers, legal issues, custody issues, uh, you name it. I would imagine, uh, Larry, you said you've um, served 21 thousand not 2100 you said 21,000 men yes. over 30 right. years correct and and uh that number is going to keep uh increasing again uh Corey is is all in addition to being responsible for our fatherhood program he's over our partnerships and so we keep expanding the number of organizations uh and government agencies uh that we're connected to uh also a lot of attorneys refer their clients to us and when it when it comes to the criminal legal system our preference is for the men to come voluntarily, not to be compelled by the court, because they're going to get more out of it if they come mm-hmm. voluntarily. Uh, but, yeah, we we, uh, we we serve a lot of men. We're very, very proud of that record. Let me grab another phone call on line number one. Good morning. Who's this? You're live on Open Lines. Hi, this is Kim. Hi, Kim. What's on your mind? Hi. I think I'm the first uh, woman to call today. Uh, on my yes, you okay. are. This morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel glad about that. Okay. Hi, Kim. Um, first of all, Larry is just a headache, right? Every time he calls. So I hope these brothers on the phone um, don't get discouraged by him, and I'm sure they won't. Um, but he's Thank just you. a headache, and we just need to find a way for him not to be the first caller every time. Um, as I digress, um, I think it's awesome um, what these men are doing for the men in our communities. Um, we know this is just like not for African American men, but just um, in general, the stats are high for African American men. And I think um, this is awesome for them to be able to take advantage of this because a lot of them just do not know. Um, I used to um, be a teacher and teach at the high school level. And a lot of my students um, had issues with the course and had issues um, with parenting and things of that nature. And a lot of them did not know about this program. Even, um, I believe, were you ever on the Far East Side? We Um, did. Several years ago, we had an office on the Far East Side, yes. Yes. Okay, so that's where... A few of my students were referred to um, that uh, uh, used to reside on the far east side. Uh, Believe it or not, they did not know you were there because um, a lot of people just, you know, they're they're on their day-to-day living. um, They're struggling. They're not really trying to find or seek, not all people, um, but that type of information that you give. So um, they were referred by counselors and things of that nature. So I'm glad that you have all these different connections that are able to get to and reach out to our young brothers in need. I just have one question about um, how um, the yeah yeah how your program is being um, how your program is able to be reached in the inner city or in the local communities because a lot of like I said a lot of my students did not know about the program and had to be referred um, by outside services which is completely fine like you said you you would rather them do that um, than go through the courts um, mm-hmm. but. I don't know how um, we can probably get uh, footwork going on when, you know, the weather gets better or you probably already had that in place um, to let our brothers know that that is available to them and to take advantage. And, you know, like you said, it's a judgment free zone. A lot of people are worried about that. So do you have anything in place where you actually have people on the ground working and walking and letting people know and serving the community 
to let people know that, hey, we're here. This is where we're located. This is what we do. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're, you do that daily, but is there anything yeah, that you do? Yeah, we, we do. And I, I know sure that, time is, that time is short. So uh, Corey and his team does have a, do have a program where we – not a program, but a practice where we go out to wherever we need to go. So that's, that's one. I mean, I'm, literally, please call us. Tell us, hey, can you come or ask us, can you come here? Can you go there? The answer is yes, we will go there. That's one. Secondly, uh, we've been on uh, Radio 1 all this week. I was on Tina Cosby's show earlier this week where uh, Cameron was nice enough to have us today. We're going to be on Judge uh, – well, actually, we were on Judge and Kiki Gaither's show this Thursday, this past Thursday. We're going to be again uh, on there again next Thursday. So we're, we're trying to hit uh, media, social media – so we can get the word out. Um, I write a weekly column for the Indianapolis Recorder. I wrote about fathers and families this week, uh, but we are trying to canvas as much as we possibly uh, can. We also are going to be looking to raising uh, additional funds so we can increase our staff, so we can have more people out uh, recruiting uh, men. And so, yes, wherever uh, men are, let us know. We will be there. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate you for listening. And for the being the first lady to call today as well. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for your support. We appreciate it. All right, gentlemen, we are uh, short on time. Obviously, folks are still calling and uh, and have questions, have comments, want to get in touch. Give that information out uh, one more time and so that people can connect with you on Tuesday as the office will normally be open on Monday, but it's Dr. King Day on Tuesday. They can get in touch with you. Yep. Nah, 317-921-5935, 317 5935 or come into our building at 2835 North Illinois Street. The easy way to remember is that we are just north of the Ivy Tech campus, immediately north of the Ivy Tech uh, campus. Come in uh, from 8, uh, we open at 830. Uh, so please, please, if you know a man, if you are a man uh, who needs these type of services, it is free of charge to the men. So please, uh, please come on in. And again, this is not just, you don't have to be a father. Uh, You don't have to be black. You don't have to be unemployed. Whatever your situation is, at minimum, if you need some help, if you need some assistance, some guidance, uh, give Fathers and Family Center a call. Their number, 317-921-5935. 317-921-5935. Fathersandfamilycenter.org. And gentlemen, give us the address one more time. 2835 North Illinois Street. That's 28th and Illinois, near the Children's Museum. Uh, Does that sum it up, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you do. Your 30 30 years, three decades of service uh, to the community, and we look forward to what is ahead. Please keep us informed uh, on if there's anything else we can help with. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Still to come here on the show, Dr. King Day is tomorrow. We'll be talking with Kristen Strickland from uh, the Madam Walker Theater about what they have going on. That's all coming up here in the next couple of minutes. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be back in three minutes with more open lines. I'm Cameron Riddle. This is 106.7 WTLC and the new hot 100.9. Sunday morning show.
It's the show that brings you news about what's happening in Indy and around the world with Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. It's the show where Indy comes to talk. It's Open Lines with Cameron Riddle. and I want to bring you up to speed on some breaking news uh, from this morning. A new body camera video footage uh, has been released, and here on Open Lines, I want to give you an update on exactly what we know. This is regarding the body camera footage of Herman Whitfield III. He was the man who died in IMPD custody in April. Late last night, his family released more body camera footage of his death. Here's the report right now that is on Fox59.com. Again, this just came out late last night. I have not watched the video because that's not the way I wanted to start my Sunday. But let me bring you up to speed on what we know right now. Whitfield died after officers with IMPD were called to his parents' home on April 25th. The 39-year-old man was in the midst of a mental health crisis, his parents said. They called 911 to request an ambulance. His father told police his son was having a psychosis, which is a mental health episode. Police entered the home, and when they went inside, they found Whitfield standing naked in a hallway and sweating. He moved around the home, and police officers made efforts to communicate with him. The efforts were largely unsuccessful. Police used a stun gun on Whitfield after trying to engage him in conversation. While he was on the floor, the stun gun was deployed a second time. IMPD officers then converged on Whitfield, handcuffing him as he laid on his stomach. He was heard saying, quote, I can't breathe in the body camera footage. He later died at the hospital. The Marion County Coroner's Office later ruled that Whitfield's death was a homicide. An autopsy report stating he died from uh, cardiopulmonary arrest in the setting of law enforcement uh, subdual prone restraint and conductive electrical weapon use. So he had some sort of heart situation. Again, this is what the Marion County Coroner's Office ruled it as a homicide, saying he had, in in English, some sort of heart issue while in the setting of law enforcement subdual, laying on his stomach while also being um, on the receiving end of a stun gun. Uh, The report also listed morbid obesity and hypertension cardiovascular disease, a condition related to high blood pressure as other contributing conditions. Uh, As his death occurred in a physical prone restraint and this restraint played a role in his death, the manner of death is listed as a homicide. Again, IMPD actually released some body camera footage back in June, uh, but it was edited and was not, What was released last night, what was released last night was 22 minutes of a video from that incident released by the family. And so now with that said, tomorrow being Dr. Martin Luther King Day, there actually will be a rally um, tomorrow. The Justice for Herman rally will be held at noon uh, tomorrow on on Monument Circle. Justice for Herman rally tomorrow on Monument Circle. If you want to see more about what has happened here, you want to see the details, you actually want to watch the 22 minutes of video for yourself, 
It is on fox59.com right now, right there on the homepage. Um, again, caution you that there is uh, some nudity and, of course, uh, vulgar language. But that is the very latest of the video that has been released. I wanted to share that with you. It's on fox59.com. You can go there right now and see the latest details on that. We'll have some time to talk about this at the end of the show. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on Open Lines and come back and talk with Kristen Strickland about what they have going on tomorrow at the uh, Madam Walker Legacy Center as they commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King Day. More Open Lines coming up here on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. And we're back here on Open Lines, one day ahead of Dr. Martin Luther King Day. And there's a lot happening uh, this weekend, today, and tomorrow in the city of Indianapolis to commemorate uh, the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. One of those things will be happening uh, tomorrow at the Madam Walker Legacy Center to tell us what they have going on and why you should go is the lady who runs the place. Christian Strickland is on our live line right now. Christian, good morning. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. There's a lot happening tomorrow. I know Martin University has something. There's a couple different other things. But you've got something uh, quite special going on at the Walker that is open to everybody. Tell us what you guys are doing. Yes, we are so excited. This is our 41st annual celebration for Martin Luther King Jr. Day um, at the Madam Walker Legacy Center. The first time that we are back in person since 2020. Um, and we're and we're really excited about being back in person. Um, and we have our uh, guest speaker, which is uh, Tamika D. Mallory, um, you know, on the front lines, former executive director of the National Action Network, one of the founders of the 2017 Women's March. Um, we're we're really excited um, and almost sold out. So very excited about um, bringing her to Indy. So why should somebody? Uh, on on any uh, go go to any of these Dr. Martin Luther King commemorations. Why are you guys holding this? Well, yeah, um, you know Martin Luther King Jr. Um, obviously a civil rights leader, um, and it, it, who died, you know, in 1968. Um, it's important to keep that legacy alive. The same way that we um, exist to uplift Madam Walker's legacy, so it's important to keep his legacy alive. He did a lot, including losing his life, um, you know, so that we can all, as African-Americans, you know, have a better life. And we need to remember him. We need to make sure, you know, that our children know who he is, that we know what he stood for. Um, and quite frankly, there's still a lot of work to do. There has been some progress, um, but there is still a lot to do. And as long as there's a lot to do, we need to continue to have these conversations. 
you we um you and I had a chance to talk the other day um about mm-hmm. this and I was saying that I I think that there are younger kids who for them Dr. Martin Luther King and his legacy his fight is only something that they see uh in the history books you're a mom um yes. why is this something that parents should be bringing uh, their children to? What is it they need to understand about how we got to where we are right now? Absolutely. You know, I I uh, will date myself a little bit to say that um, <laughs> I was born not too long after uh, Martin Luther King, um, you know, had passed away. But there, you know, during that time, there were a lot of things, a lot of uh, benefits, I would say, um, that we as African-Americans have now that we didn't have, you know, at that time, having to sit at the back of the bus, having to go, you know, in back doors, having to drink out of different water fountains. Those are all things that, um, you know, in a way we might take for granted because it is a right that we do deserve, um, but that we didn't automatically have. And even, again, as I said, there's still a lot to do. There are things that my son is 15. There are a lot of things that I remember. I remember when the Martin Luther King, when we were trying to get his birthday to be a national holiday. Mm -hmm. That's not something that has always been. Um, And it's important for, you know, me as a mom um, and we as individuals to make sure that our children know where we came from so that they can understand what we need to do moving forward. Uh, You know, among the things... uh that Dr. King um, fought against was, of course, uh, fought for equality, fought against uh, police brutality. Uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, at the same time where you're having your event at the Walker, not too far from you, there will be a um, a rally, a protest for Herman Woodfield III, who died in police custody in April of last year. Um, are th- are th- is that an example of that, uh, I mean, I guess it's a it's an interesting juxtaposition that uh, what the folks on the circle will be fighting for and calling attention to are some of the exact same things Dr. King was doing. It's absolutely the exact same thing that Dr. King was doing, um, and further proves my point that we still have work to do. You know, um, these things haven't ever stopped happening. <laughs> you know, um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, has put us front and center in a way that we should, but that also really hit a peak because of the death of George Floyd. You know, there's there's continuing to be, you know, situations that we as African-Americans, um, you know, are losing our lives, um, you know, because somebody out there mm-hmm. doesn't believe that we're equal, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's important that we need to continue equality, Mm -hmm. but also also that we need equity. So there's equality and then there's equity, you know? So it's like, not only do we deserve jobs, but we need to be paid at the same amount. There, you know, there's, again, as I said, there's just a lot of things that, um, you know, we need to do. And I'm really excited to hear, you know, what Tamika has to say. You know, she's been at the forefront of a lot of these um, conversations, <clears throat> excuse me, at the national level. And it, it'll be great to have her there. She's still a young leader herself. 
And it's important, I think, for our children, um, you know, to see people who they can um, connect with and and understand that it's, you know, it's going to be time. If it's not already, it's going to come a time very soon that we're going to need them to continue, you know, moving us forward. We got some folks who want to chime in. We'll go to the phones here in just a second, but give us the details of tomorrow's event, time and location. Absolutely. So it's in the historic Walker Theater. Um, doors open at 11. Um, it starts at noon. Uh, you must um, register online at the Madam Walker Legacy Center.com. Um, as I said, we're almost sold out. We may um, be close to selling out. And if that is um, if that happens, there is a virtual option, um, and so we encourage people to um, still register um, for that as well. And is that uh, what website do you go to check to see what, what's yes, left? Madam Walker Legacy and you can click on the link for um, our Martin Luther King uh, Jr. event, and um, and you can register at that point. All right, let's go to the phones and talk a little bit. We're on the air with Christian Strickland. What's your title at the Walker? I know you're like the you're the top boss. <laughs> I'm uh, my title is president. I'm president of Pre- the Madam Walker Legacy Center. Yes. All right, let's talk with uh, Christian. <laughs> She's got uh, a, a good event going on tomorrow. This is happening at the same time as I said. Uh, the, some of the issues that Dr. King was uh, was fighting for, fighting against, we're still dealing with. Uh, and I know folks want to chime in, uh, just have a couple of different thoughts. Uh, we only got a couple of minutes left in the show, but I do want to go to the phones and let some folks uh, talk. Let's go to line two. Good morning. Who's this? Thanks for questioning her correctly, Cameron. Just thanks for doing that. You you, you open the door so people can examine what she's talking about and see how uh, how just Martin Luther King destroyed the black person here in America. He really just – anybody can look back historically or go online – see what things were like before him and after him. There's no way you can come to any conclusion that he destroyed us. And for us to keep passing this myth on to our kids, we're doing nothing but damaging them and estranging them from America. That's all we're doing. Thanks, Cameron. Thank you, Larry. Let's keep going. More callers, 317-239-1009, 317-239-1009. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron, how you doing this morning? Good, Paul. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm great, man. Uh, greetings to your guests and everybody that's listening. I just want to say something real quick. Mm-hmm. First of all, congratulations to families and fathers. These, these these brothers are trying to keep y'all going for the rest of your lives. I take my hats off to them. Uh, and about this Dr. Martha Luther King thing, um, on the end of his life, he came to a lot of, 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 of other realities or what he was involved in. So I encourage everybody to, to go online, look at some of his speeches, look at his communication with Malcolm X, go down to the Madam Walker building, um, and try to get some, some true history. Uh, again, like I've always said, we have too much negativity and attacking each other. And this young lady that's on the radio right now tells every young lady out there, and even young men, that you can be the president of anything you choose to do. So that's my uh, portion for this morning, Cameron. It's a wonderful show. Um, I just hope that, uh, anyway, it's a great show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the positivity. Yeah, have a great day today, and thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Thank you so much, sir. Let's keep going. More calls, 239-1009. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, thank you, Cameron, for taking my call. Brother, I'm going to be brief right here. We 
we honor our foremothers and forefathers, like Dr. King and Mary Church Terrell and Sojourner Truth and uh, Ida B. Wells and all these uh, uh, Baynard Rustin and all the great ones that don't get talked about too much before we came. I have no complaints about them. They did the best they could do, and they did pretty good for us to be able to be here right now and to be talking about them. So we want to lift all of them up. We want to lift those up now who are trying to spread the message. I just say, like Paul just said, go on stanford.edu. They have the King Library there, people. Stanford.edu. Go, you can go read all of King's writings, all his papers. I say one, the purpose of education. He wrote it in 1947. Go read that and see if it applies to today. You will be shocked how very, very ahead that King foresaw things even back then, and we still have those very ills today. Purpose of education, written in 1947, Stanford. King Library, Stanford.edu. We appreciate all the people that came before us and those that are coming now. Hotel. All right. Thank you, sir. Let's keep going. Caller on line. Let's see. Let's go to line three. We're just a couple minutes left in the show. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello? We'll come back. They're listening to something. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? 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 You're live on the air. Who's this? Uh, Good morning. This is Anthony Hampton. I was just hoping the city would say a prayer for Richard Hamilton, Coach Nail's family. Yes, yes. And uh, Father Family and Resource, I was a member years ago. Uh, We'd love to have them come out in the community and support our basketball leagues as well as the Madam C.J. Walker. There's hundreds of of young black males that would uh, uh, need those resources. So, uh, Please say a prayer for the uh, Richard Hamilton family. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. That was the gentleman who was uh, shot and killed in what uh, apparently was a road rage situation on I-65 and County Line Road uh, earlier this week. But he's a a beloved coach of the Indy Steelers and has touched the lives of a lot of guys. So there are a lot of people uh, who are uh, sad this week uh, because his life was cut short. Three minutes left in the show. I just want to let people uh, keep talking. There's a lot going on as we commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Christian Strickland is on our live line. She is uh, she and the Madam Walker Legacy Center is hosting their 41st uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, celebration tomorrow. We'll give details on that in just a second. We got three minutes left, but people keep calling, so we'll keep talking. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? All right, let's go to line number two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. You're live on the air. What's on your mind? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, give my condolence to uh, Coach Neil's family, and I am asking everybody to uh, donate to his uh, charity because this man has really supported our children here in this city, and we cannot forget his legacy, please. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Christian, obviously people uh, don't need to be convinced uh, too much that there is a, a still a fight uh, that is going on, a battle that we're still in in the midst of. Uh, you're going to hear more of this conversation and, and more of these themes tomorrow, but we got about a minute and a half left in the show for folks who didn't catch it. Tell us what you're doing at the Walker tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow um, at noon at the historic Walker Theater, 
We have uh, Tamika D. Mallory, a social justice activist, um, again, also one of the founders of the 2017 Women's March that will be in person at the Madam Walker uh, Legacy Center for our Martin Luther King um, Jr. Day celebration. Excited to have her. And that's tomorrow at noon? At noon, yes. All right. And it's free. It is free. It's open to um, everyone. Bring your kids. Um, you must register online at Madam Walker legacycenter.com um, and there are um, still some tickets available in person as well as um, a virtual option. All right. Christian Strickland, uh, can you keep us updated on all the fantastic things you have going on at the Walkers? I don't Absolutely. have you on enough. <laughs> Just invite me. I'll come. Okay. Yeah. The door is always <laughs> open. Just let me know and I'm coming. Thank you. All right. Uh, that is just a little bit of the things that are happening tomorrow on uh, Dr. King Day. Today, by the way, is his actual birthday. Uh, for those of you who do not know, uh, he was born in 1929. It would have been 94 this year. So for folks who are, um, especially the kids who think that that was so, so long ago because they only know it in pictures, in their books, um, Dr. King, at with it being 2023, and him born in 1929, would be 94. And, and we know he could still be here. This time last year, we were talking about Betty White, who had just turned 100. Uh, there are people who are still with us who are that age. This happened in our lifetime, in our era. It was not that long ago. And as the news headlines remind us, there is still work to be done. That is going to do it for this edition of Open Lines with Cameron Riddle. We are back here same time, same station at 8 next Sunday. Coming up on Hot 100.9, it's Brandon. He's with you until noon. And then on WTLC, here comes the great Reverend Al Sharpton. We'll be back next Sunday. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow morning on Fox 59 Morning News starting at 4 a.m. and on CBS 4 Morning News starting at 5 a.m.